On March 27, 2009, a ship embarked that would change the music world forever. Its name was the Mayorcraft II, and out of San Pedro, California, there was about to be four days of debauchery and John Mayer performances. Settle in to hear the whole story. All right, I'm just joshing y'all. Y'all know the Saint Serial up in here. But if you follow this podcast, you know what a monumental occasion this is. I have on someone who attended the Mayorcraft cruise. Now, it's not Mayorcraft 1, which John Mayer wore his little Borat costume at, but it was the one the following year. And I think this is such a fun interview that you guys will love. And I can't thank Mandy enough for agreeing to do this interview with me. It was like a blind date. I found her in a Facebook group and I'm just so happy it finally worked out. This is almost two years in the making. And honestly, I can't think of a better way to commemorate the almost 20 year anniversary of Room for Squares, which brought us Your Body is a Wonderland. Where would we do without that? First off, Mandy, thank you again for coming on. And I think how we have to start this out is that yesterday, June 1st, it was announced that Saab Rock is coming out on July 16th, John Mayer's new album. How do you Which feel? Which is perfect timing. Right. It- uh, I Well, I saw it and I immediately thought of you and I knew we were going to be having this chat about John Mayer. So I was like, you know what? He he always provides for his fans. <laughs> you know, he, he knew. Honestly, it was like the universe was listening, the John Mayer gods. I don't know. How do you feel about the title Saab Rock? Um, I think, I mean, I feel like it's probably very appropriate to the past year of everyone's lives. He was probably just sitting at home, like depressed as fuck, like writing a new record. Um, he like listened to folklore and he was like, it's my turn. (laughs) Oh my God. This is John Mayer's folklore. (laughs) Which I I hope it's just like that. My Evermore, I got like an Evermore vinyl just came in, uh, just came in today. So I feel like that's where John Mayer is going. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Do you, are you like a pure vinyl listener? Yes. Oh, that's way more legit than me. But I do still buy the CDs because I have every Taylor Swift CD except Evermore. I was just saying to Kenzie the other day, I was like, I need to buy Evermore. I'm like, I'm like a big vinyl nerd. I had to like open it and take it apart and look through everything. Oh, I love that. Okay. You're the perfect person to be doing this interview then, like a true music fan. I am. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have John Mayer ones? Yeah, of course. I have all of his. I actually haven't seen John Mayer live in like years I feel like it was probably like four years ago was the last time I saw him when he was doing um when he was doing the tour with the John like the trio is the dead and company no it wasn't dead it was like it was like when he was doing that jazz tour oh okay see I'm not like a John Mayer super fan my extent of John Mayer fandom was when I was in high school I had like a disc men and it was blue and I would listen to why Georgia like room for squares the whole cd but usually by the time I got to why Georgia I was like knocked out (laughs) (laughs) um I feel like he was I had like a poster of him like like he like you know like your your sexual awakening in your teen years and I had like a poster of him that I ordered off like Amazon or eBay or something like that and he was just like shirtless holding a guitar and I was like I love this man I had a similar (laughs) one but it was Nick Jonas and he looked like a boy so Okay. So the reason, you know, this all came to be is that I started my podcast in 2019 and on June 29th, 2019, there was an article called, I think about this a lot, John Mayer's cruise ship music festival by Tyler R. Lewis. And he did not go on this cruise ship, but he came to find out about it. This was the Mayorcraft one. 
because as we'll come to find out, Mandy was on the Mayorcraft too. And yes. he talks about how he wanted to know more about it. He says, there must have been some attendees who loathed being at sea, but loved John more than their hearts could bear. What was their experience? Did they mainline Dramamine and otherwise let the music be their medicine? And more importantly, was it worth it? The true beauty of it all is that I will never know the answers to most of these questions because its maiden voyage took place just before the era of social media ubiquity, save for a few live journal posts and shaky YouTube videos. You had to be there, which is exactly why I wanted to do an interview like this. And also someone commented on this article. Let me know if you want an article from someone who actually went on the cruise. Several details of this article are incorrect and could have been easily researched or crowdsourced. So that moment has come. We have a real (laughs) life. You know, I tried, this person's name was Jessica M. Verone. And I- Did you try to find him? You were like, Jessica, let me ask you. (laughs) I sent her multiple DMs. Like, please, please come on my podcast. And maybe she's just never looked at her like other inbox on Instagram. You know how there's like a different one if they're not following you. That's what I tell myself. But I'm like, Jessica, I gave you a chance and you you didn't pull through. (laughs) Right. So like I had, I had to take it to Facebook and find somebody (laughs) that has been there. Listen, you're, you're putting, you're putting in the legwork, you know? Yes. So that's how I found Mandy. I posted in a who weekly Facebook group being like, did anyone go on this cruise? And luckily Mandy responded and she was in fact on the Mayorcraft too. So less of me talking and now we're just going to get into it all. Okay. So what is your first memory of becoming a John Mayer fan? Oh man. I mean, I was probably like 15 or 16. So it was probably like the room for squares record that I first started listening to. Or I do remember, you know, how MTV, like not to sound super old, but remember how MTV used to play music videos? Of course. Um, <laughs> and he had that song, uh, no such thing about running through the halls of his high school. Um, <laughs> so that, and then your body is a wonderland. And I just remember hearing that song for the first time and being like, this is what love is. This is like the peak of romance. <laughs> um, so I mean, that was like 15 years ago. Um, but at that time, I just remember thinking it was just like the ultimate like heartthrob. Yeah. And then you had the poster. I had, oh yeah, I had the poster. <laughs> okay. So you told me before that you were about 18 when you went on this cruise. Is yes. that right? Okay. And I also yeah. have written down that this embarked on March 27th, 2009. Yeah, that sounds right. So it was actually my high school graduation gift. Um, I went with my parents. So it was just my parents and I, cause like back at the time I was like super into music. I still am, but I used to read like all these music magazines. Like I had like a subscription to all of them and they would have like all like the, you know, like all the different ads. And there was a John Mayer ad and it had like the listing for Mayorcraft and all the bands and stuff that were going to be on it. I remember like taking it to my parents and being like, guys, can we go? And like, I was actually applying to colleges and a few of them were in Los Angeles, which is where the cruise went out of. Um, so we kind of like combined it and I visited a college and we went on the cruise as well. So I was like the only, like one of the few people there that was like that young and also with my parents. So they were very cool for taking me. Okay. I was wondering, you answered a lot of questions for me. Okay. So your parents were receptive to this idea. Yeah, it actually became like a thing. So like for the next like five, six years, that was like our family vacation is we went on a music cruise because like tons of bands have done stuff like this. So we've done like uh, the Weezer cruise. We did the Coachella cruise. We did the Rock Boat. I did Warp Tour cruise and I did the Paramore cruise. Oh my God. See, I didn't know this, that Mandy is like a cruise. What are they? <laughs> a music cruise aficionado? 
<laughs> listen it's like a very like subsect of people and like i don't know like i know like a lot of people hate cruises they're like they're so boring but i mean like music cruises are the best because you're just watching bands you love like drinking and eating at a buffet yeah i mean it sounds like my dream come true honestly and i'm one of those yeah. people who's not like a huge cruise fan okay have you been on a cruise yes okay so, okay. So like, imagine whatever you're doing, but then like one of your favorite bands is also there. And then you go and you like do yoga with them afterwards. Yeah. That's what elevates it to this like really amazing level that, cause they're trapped. They can't avoid you. They're like, exactly. On the boat. exactly. They're there. And it's so weird. Cause like different, like different, depending on the cruise, like there's a different vibe for like every single artist. Like some people will be like out and about mingling and other people, like you only see them at their performances and they do not leave their room the rest of the time. But the John Mayer cruise, like John Mayer was always around. Like he wanted you to like see him. Nah. Because he, yeah, like I feel like he's like a diva. Like he wants the attention. At least the John Mayer of whatever. You said it was 2009, right? Yeah. Oh my God, that was 12 years ago. <laughs> so 12 years ago, John Mayer, he was like, yes, please take pictures of me. Like, please pay attention to me. Okay. So would you say he was like the most receptive out of the other cruises that you went on? Was he the most like wanting attention? Probably him and Weezer. Those are both great ones. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like all the people in Weezer were like super nice, but they it was like a different vibe because they're all like older with families and stuff like that. Um, but the John Mayer cruise, like he was more of like partying around the boat and stuff and like wanted to meet people. Were your parents John Mayer fans before this? No, they didn't know who we were. <laughs> they had no idea who he was. <laughs> okay, I need you to walk me through like the whole thing. So I read that it was out of San Pedro. Is that near LA? San Pedro, California? I- yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I which, like I should know my geography better. I actually moved to LA um, like a little less than a year ago. That's where I am right now. Oh, cool. But I still like I'm, I'm still getting like a grasp of where everything is. I never ended up going to college here. What, but it's still full circle, though. You're back there. I know it's come full circle. So now here I am talking about uh, Mayor Craft, which was the first time I ever went to LA. Oh, my God. OK, yeah, I had to Google where San Pedro was, to be fair, but I'm guessing it must be near there. Yeah, I'm guess I'm gonna like guessing it's near here. Okay, so what's the itinerary? Like, you get on the boat. It was this. Was this your first cruise in general? No, we had actually. My parents are like huge cruisers. Like they love like like their like ideal vacation is like like going to a beach. Um, so we had actually like gone on a cruise like almost every year for our family vacation up till that point. Um, so I so I'd been on a ton of cruises. Yeah, yeah. So like I like I had only been on like normal cruises up until that point. Um, and that one was totally different. Cause like, I feel like the, like the general population for a normal cruise is like a lot older crowd or like families with kids and like everything is like much more subdued. And this, like it was put on by this company, Six Man, which puts on like tons of music cruises, but you walk on and there's like somebody there and they're like high-fiving you and handing you a drink and everyone's yelling. And like almost everybody I would say was like in their twenties. That's so fun. It was like a very young demographic. Okay. So I was going to ask you what the difference was between the, um, like John Mayercraft and the John Mayercraft, the Mayercraft and like a regular cruise. Oh my God. It's like, everything is totally different from like the second you get on. And, um, they like gave you a bunch of merch. Like they like mail you like a shirt and like poster and all this stuff like in advance. Cause they're like trying to pump you up. And like the whole cruise was like taken over. They had like, you know, like mayor craft on like everything and like the napkins and the cups and they had like special drinks that were like based off john mayer songs 
Oh, I love that. Like it was, it was like literally everything, like the company six, man, like they do such a good job, like paying attention to details with stuff like that. Do they still, is that company still around? Yeah. Yeah. They, they're still around. So I think their most recent one that went on was the Warp Tour cruise. What? So it was like all like old school, like Warp Tour bands. What year was that? Mm, like three years ago. Okay. Yeah. So not that yeah, long. Yeah. So still pretty recent. Yeah. So they obviously like took a break with the pandemic, but they have um, cruises booked like next year and stuff that they should be doing. Okay. So you walk on the ship, they give you a drink. Do they give you a drink since you're 18? Yeah. They don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> Um, but it was just like, you, like you walk on, there's like John Mayer, like blaring, you kind of go to your rooms. Like the first day, like it's a little more like subdued. Um, but then like at night they had like a, I can't remember like what they officially called it, but basically like once you set sail, they have John Mayer play a crew, like a show right on the top deck. So like everybody is there and he's just like stoked to be there and everyone else is stoked to be there. And he was wearing like a little, like like a sailor outfit, like an all white sailor outfit with like short ass shorts. <laughs> and I just remember like it happening. And um, oh my God, no, wait, I'm thinking of the night, the next night when they actually sailed away. Cause the very first night of the cruise, when the cruise actually, like when you, the very first night you boarded the cruise, they actually had a fundraising event. So we paid to go on like a day early and they had a fundraising event through VH1 that you could get on the boat and then you could leave even if you weren't going on the cruise. And it was like Sarah Bareilles and Jordan Sparks and one of those bands that sounds like all those other bands, not 21 Pilots, but like, <laughs> wait, I have a list of this, I think. Um, OAR? No, no, that was like, OAR was on the normal, like the normal, like actual cruise, but they had a concert before the night before the cruise set sail. So we were allowed to get on the boat a day early and other people could get on and get off. Oh, wait. Okay. I see it. But it was Gavin like, like, yes, who like, I, I never like, who is that? I never would have <laughs> uh, remembered that. Apparently the whole list was Gaza or John, Gavin Rossdale, Jordan Sparks, OAR, Sarah Bareilles, Guster, and Aaron McCarley. Apparently they were all at the charity gala the first night. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was for the save the music foundation, just in case yes. anyone is wondering. <laughs> it it was it was really nice but yeah it was just I'd never been on a cruise where you could like just do like a special concert on the cruise ship and then get off if you wanted you know yeah so did you spend the night that night in your room yeah then you spent the night and then like the next day you like acted like it was a normal cruise but then that day then you set off sorry my memory's a little fuzzy from 12 years ago (laughs) um and then, then you had like the sail away show and John Mayer played for like everybody on the top deck. And I just remember it being like, I was like, so fucking pumped, you know, I was like, you're like 18 years old, like they're like on this boat, like listening to one of my idols. It was the coolest. Was it so packed? Like, could you breathe? Yeah. I mean, cause it also like it was outside, which helps. I mean, it was, it was pretty packed, but I don't, I don't remember like thinking or thinking or feeling anything than just like pure happiness you know did you feel like you were closer than you would be able to be at a normal John Mayer concert uh 100 like where were you like give us the image where is he on the boat where are you okay so on like for anyone that hasn't been on a cruise there's like the top deck of the cruise ship and then there's a pool and then they set up a stage like right where a buffet would normally be and then like there's like a second story I'm using my hands to describe this even though people like can't see it but like (laughs) um but then there's like a second story like wrapped around so you could kind of like look down 
and watch him. And I was like, right, I was like right up top, like leaning against the railing. So, I mean, the cruise ship, like the actual like top deck is way smaller than like a stadium tour or something like that. Right. Okay. And he's wearing this sailor outfit. Do you have pictures of this? I do actually in preparation for this, I was trying to find all my pictures, but it's, you know, it's so weird. Cause like, I feel like things are such, were such a blessing at that age before social media, because you could like live in the moment and I have to post everything all the time. But then also it's a curse because now I don't have time hop or like <laughs> Facebook memories to like remind me of these things. Cause like I I've changed computers and stuff since then. Like can't find a lot of my photos. Cause like, I even have like a picture of me with John and I can't find it for the life of oh, me. Oh no. I know. And it was like, you know, like one of my prized possessions for a long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I like, and my face in it, like, I was just like, like my, the biggest my eyes have ever been. I lo- I was pure. I was extremely terrified. <laughs> okay. We have to get to that in a second. I found, yes. I looked up the picture of him and it's like literal hot pants, like very short yes. white shorts. Oh, oh yeah. Like short, like like booty shorts. He looks good though. I have to say like, it's weirdly working. Well, <laughs> oh, it, to- it totally works. Well, I remember like the iconic image that circulated from Mayorcraft one was him and that like green Borat thong, you know? So everyone's like, is he going to do it? Like, is he going to wear it? You know, but no, this was, he never wore that. Like the Mayorcraft too. Like he only wore those like white hot shorts. Okay. That was, again, you keep getting to my questions before you're great. I was going to ask if he had the Borat equivalent suit. I was hoping. No, but we were all expecting and other, and tons of people like on the boat were wearing <laughs> like, <laughs> it, cause at that point it was like a thing like that, that image circulated. It was in like, what, like us weekly and like all the tabloids, you know, that picture is still iconic. Yeah, it is iconic John Mayer moment. Mayorcraft two didn't have the iconic photo ops, but still like still iconic to me. And the sailing outfit is more flattering. It is. <laughs> okay, so the first night, are you getting drunk the whole time? Are you keeping it kind of tame because your parents are there? No, I was getting drunk the whole time. Which like, yeah, it was it was just in the moment, and also it was like such a it was like such a party atmosphere that and I uh, myself I'm much different now like I'm 30 I'm actually sober now I don't drink anymore but like at this time 12 years ago like that was like a big part of like the cruise vibes you know and I actually ended up making friends with these two girls who were my age and they were there with their friend's mom from Chicago and we like hit it off the first night like I was like looking for people to hang out with and I just walked up to them and I was like hey and we ended up like hanging out the whole time together so that was nice. So I had like girls my age to like fangirl with and hang out oh, with. Oh, that's fun. Um, but we, yeah, but we would like go to the club each night and just like, you know, meet boys and they would buy us drinks. And that was, <laughs> yeah, that was the vibe. Did you ever talk to those girls since? Yeah, actually after, um, after Mayor Craft, I flew to Chicago and spent a week with them. And cause OAR was like playing two nights in Chicago and I like flew out there to meet them and we hung out for the week. And one of the girls' dads actually, was like, you know how Wrigley Field, oh, I didn't, I'm saying this like I super know sports, but I didn't know this till I was there. But Wrigley Field in Chicago, um, they're like the only baseball stadium that still uses like, like they don't have like an electronic scoreboard. They have a person who like changes the score. And this girl's dad was the one who did that. Oh my God. So I got to like go to Wrigley Field and then like do the scorekeeping for a game. And I remember like that I saw, uh, I was like up there and it was me and these two girls and Vince Vaughn and Jeremy <laughs> Renner. <What? laughs> 
I had like no idea what was happening. And like, I didn't know who Jeremy Renner was at the time, but I remember I was like, just telling my boyfriend the story. Um, Cause I was like, yeah, like telling him about mayor crafts. I was telling him I was uh, going to be talking to you about it. And he was like, baby, do you know who Jeremy Renner is? And I was like, no idea. Never heard of that man in my life. And then it was like, oh my God, he's, he's Hawkeye from Marvel. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I hung out with him in Chicago. Wait, so you actually hung out with him and Vince Vaughn? Okay, I'm I'm using the term hanging out very loosely. Um, we were in the same room. <laughs> I'll count it. Look at yeah. what the Mayorcraft brought to you. I love that. It's insane. Like I, yeah, I feel like I'm very good at like going on these cruises and making friends. And then like I go and I'll visit them and like make more memories. Aw, that's, I love that so much. It's, it's a community. Yeah. Like, I feel like the type of person who like goes on these cruises, like everyone's like trying to make friends and like build those memories and stuff. I was going to say, it seems way more like a bonding experience than a normal cruise does. 100, 100%. Everyone like shares a common interest. Yeah. What's the next day like after this first night performed? Cause it's a four day cruise, right? Or four night or four day. I think it was four day, but it probably ended up being four nights because of that extra night. Right. So the days were typically just kind of like you, like you'd wake up, you go to the buffet and they still had things like going on throughout the day. Like it was either OAR or Guster and they were holding like beer pong tournaments and they'd have like bingo. They have like all of the different bands and stuff like hosting these events, like things that would, that would happen on normal cruises, but then they would have the bands hold it. And um, then they had two more John Mayer performances like throughout the rest of the cruise, but they split those up. So like half the boat would go one night and half the boat would go the other night. So those were like a lot smaller and intimate. So were the bands actually playing beer pong or were they just like hosting? Yeah, they were like, they were like actually playing. Like everyone was very immersive. Was it hard to get on the table to play? I think that was like, I didn't, I didn't play. I had friends that did. So I just kind of like sit in the sidelines. Um, but no, they just had like sign up sheets and you literally just signed up. Oh my God. It's, it's like, yeah, the atmosphere was so weird. Cause like all like the bands are like, you know, like John Mayer, like everyone was just like, like a normal person on the cruise, you know, like everyone was just kind of like in it together. How many times did you spot John Mayer on the cruise? At least every day. Where was he usually when you saw him? Uh, like walking around, eating food. Um, one night they had like a comedy club. Um, and then one night he got, they had like a stand-up competition where you could just like sign up and like do stand up, And it was like really, really bad. And then, um, one night John Mayer just like walked up and he did like a 45 minute stand-up set. And like, they like did not advertise this. He was just like drunk. And I think he was like, I'm going to do stand up like fuck it. And he got up there and he did 45 minutes of stand up. And it was only like 20 people in the room watching it. And it was the coolest thing ever. And you just happened to be there that night. Yeah, I just like happened to be there. Was he good? Yeah, it was really, it was really funny. But like, yeah, he like talked about how he used to kiss Perez Hilton and like how they used to make out. Oh my God, they did. And, like, that was a thing. <gasps> yeah. Yes. And like, but I remember <laughs> and he was like talking about it and he's like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. And I just remember like sitting there with my parents and being like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh my God. Did you read Jessica Simpson's book? No, I did not. Did she talk about it in her book? Yes, she talked. Okay, because at the time I was like, is this true? Like I couldn't, like you don't have cell phone service. So like I couldn't like Google it to see if it was accurate or whatever. Like I, he was just saying it. Yes, she says there was one time where they were literally out and he just started making out with Perez Hilton in front of her. 
You have to read that book because she drags John Mayer. Oh my God. No, I do have to read it. Cause like now, now that I'm like, you know, like a few years older, I'm like, you know what? Like John Mayer, like may not be the best person, but like at the time I was like, he's amazing. You know, like, oh yeah. Everyone was like that. I, I, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. You know, you live and you learn, you grow up, you end up majoring in women and gender studies at college, <laughs> which is what I did. <laughs> Okay. So when you saw him, were people like bombarding him, trying to talk to him or was he able to kind of just blend in sometimes? Uh, I think it's like 50, 50, like a lot of people were like trying to take selfies and be like, Oh my God. Hey, you know, but like, I think also like, obviously not everyone was super respectful because at the end of the day, like everyone's a big enough John Mayer fan to like be on that boat. <laughs> or, um, but for the most part, like people just let him live. That's good. And maybe that was why he kept kind of like walking around and doing whatever because like he had that space and felt safe to do so was this cruise I'm sorry this just came to me was it a lot more expensive than a normal cruise yeah I would say it's like two to three times more expensive than a normal cruise okay sounds worth it though (laughs) yeah yeah because then you have these like you have these cool memories yeah okay so you have to walk us through when you actually met him okay so they had this like promotion going on with, I think it was American Express, where it's like, if you book with American Express, you get to meet John Mayer. So my mom booked with whatever. And then, um, so her and I, you could like take two people. So her and I got to meet him. And it was like a pretty small line of people that got to do that. So we all just like, like, I don't know, like probably like the second or third night, we just like stood in line, got to meet him. I like brought my t-shirt to get signed. And I was so excited. And I remember like wearing like a dress and being like, I am so hot. Like I was so excited, like thinking he was totally going to fall in love with me. Cause you know, like I was 18. Um, so then like, I walk up and meet him when it was my turn and he's like, hi. And I was like, my name's Mandy. And he's like, I'm John, you're beautiful. And I was just like, <gasps> and I literally like got so anxious that like, I just started breathing super heavy, <laughs> like, like audibly breathing super heavy like I told like the the like the guy from hang on world um and I could not form a thought or a word and I just walked away (laughs) was the picture Um, cute no like (laughs) like first off like he looks high as fuck like he was 100% high as fuck um and I I look like terrified I look like I just saw a ghost because I was terrified (laughs) I'm just so sad you can't find this picture I listen, I'm going to find it and I'm going to email it to you. Okay. Um, I'm wearing, you know, like, like a white Hollister dress and like a little cardigan. (laughs) Um, so, but then like my mom met him right afterwards and she brought a poster and she had him sign the poster, like to Mandy. So that was really, yeah. Was your mom fangirling or was she like chill? No, she was just like, that was nice. Like (laughs) she just, she just like, She's not like she's like dislikes music, but she's not into music like that. Like she was her and my dad were there to just fully support me. I just feel like meet and greets are inherently so awkward. So I feel like I would do the same thing if I met like Harry Styles today at age 32. I also would probably Mm -hmm. freeze. Yeah, it's like, what do you like? What do you say? Like, I feel like no matter what, I don't know, that's just me and like my anxiety. I'm like, there's nothing you can say that they haven't heard or that's cool. But like, I don't know. I was just, I was just so excited. And afterwards I was like, that was the best thing ever. (laughs) (laughs) But to be fair, like that's probably how everybody was. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, for sure. People half the time they're crying. I mean, you should feel like you didn't cry. That's true. I just sounded like I had an asthma attack, (laughs) which still hot. 
Did you hear about people hooking up with him on the ship? No, actually. But during his stand-up set, he was making like a whole bunch of jokes about how people, about how fans don't want to sleep with him anymore. They just want to turn him down because they think it's a better story. (laughs) He was like, he was like, girls don't want to sleep with me anymore. They don't want to be like, oh, I fucked John Mayer. Girls just want to deny me so they can be like, I said no to John Mayer. I wonder how much truth is in that. (laughs) I don't. Listen, I don't know. It's not like it sounds fake to me. Like, sure, John Mayer, I'm sure you're super lonely. I'm sure nobody wants to hook up with you. But no, I didn't hear you. Was he single at the time? I feel like, I don't think he was. Because I remember, I don't remember who, who was he dating then? Was it Jennifer Aniston? Well, well, I'm starting to think, I'm like, because of the Perez Hilton story, I'm like, wait, was this Jessica Simpson time? Because I remember whoever he was dating, I remember being like, oh, I wonder if they're going to be there. But like, I feel like if, if the person on the boat, like if the star of the boat has a celebrity significant other, they never come. The significant other doesn't come? The significant other never comes because I remember on the Warped Tour cruise, um, Good Charlotte was on it. So I was like, oh, I hope Nicole Rich is there, like my girl. <laughs> and uh, she was not there yeah why would you no I know see I have an opposite take I'm like why wouldn't you be you know what you would think you would think but then also like I've just learned like do not think the celebrity is going to be there I feel like it was Jennifer Aniston who wasn't dating in 2009 okay yes Jennifer Aniston was in 2009 okay yeah so I remember like and you know like I was a big friends fan as well as well she was not there though because he was like out every night like he would like go and like DJ at the club or go dance at the club and stuff like that. Okay. But see the issue is he actually dated multiple people in 2009. So I, it doesn't say the month. It just says the, the year. So he also dated Sheena Marie from Vanderpump rules in 2009. See, I've never watched Vanderpump. So I can't, I can't picture her. Oh my God. Please watch Vanderpump rules season one, episode one. You have to start at the beginning. Oh, I mean, there's, there's no other way. You have to start at the beginning so you can get the backstories and know the characters. Exactly. One of my friends was like, well, I didn't like it. And I'm like, well, where did you start watching? She's like, oh, like, you know, episode, like season four episode. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. No, that is, that is on him. <laughs> no, you need to start from the beginning and know their storylines. Like I just did that with Roni last year. Have you watched uh, like Real Housewives in New York? Oh, of course. So, so good. So yeah, I started that from the beginning. No, I'm diehard. If I get into a show, like I watch. If you like early Roni, which is also first season of that is so good. And that's one that's kind of maintained Mm -hmm. being really good. But first season of Vanderpump Rules is one of my favorite reality shows of all time. Specifically first season. Okay. I trust you. I've been looking for, I've been looking for a new show. I also just finished uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And that was deranged. And I loved it. Yeah. See, I need to get back into that one because I only watched like the first few episodes and I, and now with the Jen Shaw stuff, I need to like keep watching. Oh yeah, for sure. No, that was, I waited till like the whole season was out and then I binged it. And I feel like that's the way. Yeah. I was trying to do a week by week and I got distracted. Okay. Oh, see, that's so hard. Okay. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) I just have to also tell you that he also dated Taylor Swift in 2009. What? That was 2009? And Rashida Jones. What? Really? Yes. Oh, shit. I don't think I knew that they dated. So who knows who he was dating in March of 2009? I think it was Jen. I trust you. I think it was Jen. I feel like if you thought that and they dated in 2009, that that's a fair assumption to make. Yeah, but she probably like, she's like, she's like, what, John? You're going on a boat. (laughs) You're going to have a party on a boat. I don't want to come. And she's like doing like a smart water ad. She's busy. (laughs) 
She's got that friend's money, that Avino money. She's like, I do not. Yeah, need. exactly. <laughs> exactly. She does not need to go on his weird boat. Okay. So what, is there anything else that we haven't covered that was like a significant moment on the mayor craft or a non-significant moment? That's just a fun memory. I mean, I'm probably missing something like there was so much happening. Um, so if anyone like hasn't gone on a music cruise and they see a band or someone that they like, that's doing one, like 100% go, uh, they're such unique experiences. And it's just like a whole nother way to like experience music and meet people that like music. If you haven't been on one, I'm so sad. Cause there was a Jonas brothers one. And I really wish I had gone on that. <laughs> There was, listen, I feel like so many, so many bands have done it and they, I don't know, like they don't do a good job advertising them. Um, I feel like you need to be like in the music cruise circuit to see them almost, you know? Yeah, I think that's true. And I could be wrong about the Jonas Brothers ones, but I swear I saw it. It was a few years ago and I swear I got like a Facebook ad for it. And I was like, I want to do that. But I mean, I I believe it. (laughs) And like, uh, like Kesha's doing them now and all these people. I think it's really smart. I wonder if they make a lot of money off of it. I feel like, I feel like at least like bigger names, they would have to in order to do that. Unless it's just like, like I know Paramore's done like four or five. Like, it's just like a thing that they do now. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Like they just like keep it going. And they're like certain like brands, like the rock boat and things like that, that like have like a main headliner and just do it every single year. It's just like a music festival that you can count on. Huh. And then others are more like one and done. Like, I guess they don't sell well or the bands didn't like it or whatever. Like the Coachella cruise, like they did that one time and then like they never talked about it again. How did that work? Was it just bands that played at Coachella? It was just, yeah, it was just like bands that would play at Coachella. That was like an even weirder one than the John Mayer cruise. That was just like, I think they didn't have their shit together. because it was like the first one, Um, but it was weird in like a good way. Who was your favorite person at that? Uh, Father John Misty. I don't even know who I'm that like is. A, is that I'm like, a, he used to drum for Fleet Foxes. Oh, okay. He used to go by Jay Tillman. Like he does like weird, like folk music, but he's like super fucking weird. But I, I loved him and nobody, like he wasn't very popular at that time. So like only like 10 people would go to his shows. Oh, that's awesome. the best when you're just like front row. Cause no one's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have like a, he did like a book reading and I have a picture. This is like, I was talking about this in a hooligan Facebook group, but I have a picture of like Father John Misty just like reading his book to my parents. And it's just like us like sitting in a tiny library. Um, and Grimes was there. Oh my God. Um, yeah. And she called bingo. It was wild. Wait, I want to ask I have, you about like all of these, but I feel like there's not enough time. <laughs> I have stories for days. Oh my God. We might have to make it a series. Oh my God. No, I would love, I would love to talk about them. And I'm going to like find all these weird pictures so I can show you. Yes, please. Okay. Back to John Mayer, the little intimate shows he did, Mm -hmm. were they, would he do like different songs than the first one? Yeah, for the most part. Like, I mean, obviously like he would do like a lot of repeat songs, but I remember there were some different songs and if I couldn't tell you which ones, but I know there were different sets. And that one felt like you were even like closer and more intimate. Yeah. Cause you were in the cruises like room where they did shows. Um, so it was made to fit like most cruise ships like have like a sort of like auditorium situation where they do shows um but they're obviously like still pretty small like I'm not sure how many people cruise ships are built to hold but the auditoriums are still like small enough and they were like seated ticketed events so like in your stateroom um you like everyone got a ticket when you first boarded so you had like a certain place and you had like an assigned seat and you could like 
in the beginning before you booked, you could have like upgraded to get better seats and things like that. So that was like as close to a concert as possible. Oh, fascinating. Did they have John Mayer themed drinks? Yeah, they did. They did. So six man like would, they would make like special, like at the bar, they'd have like special things. And every day they would like make drinks, like according to like a song. I can't remember any of them, but they'd have like special mixed drinks and stuff. That's so fun. Did they have themed food? They didn't have themed food, but they had like cups and napkins and they had uh, turned the library on the boat into like a merch store. So you could buy like all like your t-shirts and flip-flops and beach balls and all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it was sick. Okay. And then lastly, if you had to pick from all of your music cruises, like your one favorite moment or your favorite cruise, which one would you pick? Um, oh my God, that's so hard. Cause I feel like every cruise is different. Cause I've like had different experiences on them. Like some I went on with my family and some were with friends. Um, so each cruise is like definitely different, but one of my favorite memories was on a Weezer cruise, uh, where I was playing, like they had like a game show in the middle of the day and I was paired up with Brian Bell, who's like the bassist or guitar player or something of Weezer. And we like low-key got into a fight on stage because I thought he was being kind of mean. (laughs) It was like a trivia game and he was kind of like rude. Um, So now I have beef with Brian Bell. Only on my end though. I'm sure he does not remember or care. Oh my God. Do you remember what the question was? I don't, but we won. I got like a bottle of champagne. Oh my God. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. So like music cruises are so weird because you're just like have like these like random ass experiences like that. And like everybody who goes on the ship for the most part, like has those experiences um, with the bands and like makes these like really cool memories. As someone you went on a few years ago, have things really changed with social media changing with how you interact with the cruises or how the people around you interact with the cruise? Um, I think it's a lot easier to like make friends and keep in touch almost after the cruises. Like like I've said, like I said earlier, like almost every cruise, like I, I went on, like I ended up making friends that I like spent time with afterwards. Um, so now there's like, you know, like Facebook groups for like every single cruise. Like if you know that you're going on a certain cruise, like you, they like six man will like advertise like, Oh, join this Facebook group. And you can kind of like see who's going in advance and make friends and like make plans and everything. And then also like, it's way easier to keep in touch, like with Instagram and all the other social media platforms, like at least for me, like it's way easier to feel involved in other people's lives. Like even if I'm not talking to them directly, like being able to like keep up with what they're doing. So you almost feel like it's better these days with that aspect. Okay. It's like, yeah, because also like it doesn't really impact too much while you're actually like on the cruise, because no matter what, like you're in the middle of the fucking ocean, like you're not on social media. Like you, everyone has their phone on them to like take pictures and stuff like that. But for the most part, like you're off your phone and like MIA until you're back home or until you like get to a port and you can like use Wi-Fi and log on. So no matter what, like you don't have service, you're living in the moment. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that as a benefit of a cruise. Cause the last time I went on one was like spring break of my senior year of college. So even back then, mm-hmm. I feel like that was 2011. So I feel like, you know, only two years after this. So social media wasn't even what it's at like today. So, oh yeah, it's still so different. And like, you, I mean, like you can buy Wi-Fi on cruises, but it's like 20, $30 a day. Right. So at that, like for what, you know, exactly. So it's still like, while you're actually on like the trip, you're very in the moment. And that's also nice because when you're at a concert, you don't have all the people in front of you holding up their phones, like recording it or doing all those things, right. you know? 
Okay. And then I guess my last question is maybe you'll have a different answer after you've read open book by Jessica Simpson. I know we touched on this a little bit, but what are your thoughts about John Mayer today? Oh my God. Um, I feel like I definitely am not as big of a fan as I was. Like, I don't have any like ill will. I think I just, you know, like 12 years later, my music tastes have just changed a little bit and he's gone more into like dead and company vibes and like kind of gone more into jam rock. And I'm more into like, I don't know, more like folky, like sad girl music and also pop music. Um, so I think, I think like my musical tastes have grown a lot. Um, but also like now that I've like read, like read a lot more about him or he's like done some things since then and said some things since then that I can't exactly vibe with. So I don't know if I would stand him today. Like I did 12 years ago, like, <laughs> um, but I can still like appreciate the memories. But if there was a Mayor Craft three, would you go on it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he would ever do a Mayor Craft three because I'm. I feel like he's like. I feel like he's like settled down. Then, like twelve years ago, like I mean, we read the list of names that he dated. Like he was like in his like prime Playboy mode twelve years ago. You know, fair. Um, but he's still like a perpetual bachelor. That's true. That's like his like forever vibe. Yeah. I honestly could see him doing a Maircraft three for this cruise. Maybe this podcast episode will just inspire him. You know what, John Mayer, if you're listening, I know you are. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Bring wear the Borat thong, go on a cruise, do like a weird comedy sketch, get drunk. We support you. Yeah. Okay. And then lastly, if there was any person who could do a cruise in 2021 assuming cruises are allowed again, who would you want to see? Oh my God. There are so many people. Um, okay. I kind of, I think a Phoebe Bridgers cruise would be amazing. Um, because I truly don't know what to expect. And I feel like it would be fully deranged and like, it's like, yeah, she has, her music is like the opposite of a cruise ship vibe. So I feel like that would be amazing. Okay. Maybe we manifest that into happening. I hope so. I'll be there. I'll see you there. (laughs) I really need to go on one now. Oh my God, girl, go on it. Go on. After we're done this, you go on that six man website and look at all the cruises and book. I'm going to put like my email address in for sure. So I get the alerts. Okay. And then lastly, again, I didn't give you heads up about this, but we like to share a legit shit on our episode. Something that we're really liking using as of late that people can buy or consume. Do you have something that you'd like to share? Okay. Are we thinking like a, like a product or like a show? It can be any, anything. I do both. Oh, you know what? Um, I have been, my boyfriend and I have been binging Dexter. So I know this is like a super old show, um, from like forever ago, my boyfriend and I've been watching Dexter again. And I'm reminded what an amazing show that is also that, um, and as far as like products or things like that, Oh, gluten-free Oreos. So good. They taste exactly like regular Oreos. So I'm told. Oh, interesting. I can't eat, I can't eat gluten because I have celiac. Um, but yeah, I'm told they taste exactly like Oreos. I haven't had Oreos in like six years. One of our, our good friends is gluten-free and I wonder if she's had those. I'll have to ask her. Oh my God. The double stuff gluten-free Oreos. They're <laughs> so good. Yeah. And I, I've never seen Dexter, so I might need to watch that too. Okay. Yes. Watch, watch Dexter. It's so, and good. you can watch season one of Vanderpump rules. Okay. Yes. Deal. I will 100% watch that. 
I literally watched last night's Roni this morning and I was like, you know what? I love reality TV. Oh my God. I need to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. It's it's good. It's juicy. Uh, Leah is all over the place. Oh yeah. See, people are hating yeah. on her this season, but I think she keeps it spicy. I, you know, I agree. And I think Ebony is an amazing addition to the cast. I love like her. It's about time. And, and Ramona totally, she, she, her and uh, Luann go off the deep end this episode. So you need to watch it. Oh, great. I love that. Okay. Well, Mandy, thank you so much. And thank you for giving me like an hour of your time to do this. Oh my God. No, this time flew by. I had so much fun. It's like, say, uh, like, these are like memories that like, I forget about, you know, like it's such, it was such like a weird experience. So it's so fun to like be able to talk about it. And if I find, if I find that picture of like me being a total fucking creep next to John Mayer, I'll send it to you. I really hope you do. I'm knocking on wood. <laughs> I do too. Like I, like imagine losing that for the rest of your life. That's depressing. I would cry. All right. Well, thank you so much. Of course. Have a great night. Bye. so much for listening and of course after the interview was over I thought of a million more things I wanted to ask Mandy like was there a John Mayer themed send-off like did they still have excursions like you have on a regular cruise ship I don't know and again I wanted to go in so much deeper on her other cruises but this was a Mayorcraft podcast so I was trying to keep focused and I literally told her this was going to be 30 minutes and I kept her for like practically an hour so I hope you still enjoyed it even you know aside from the fact I didn't ask everything I should have uh I also wanted to share my legit shit because I cannot go one week without giving a legit shit and I have been loving hacks on HBO Max it's with Jean Smart and she's so amazing in it it's about this comedian she's kind of like a Joan Rivers-esque character um and she takes on this younger LA writer and it's just a very, very good show. Please watch it if you haven't yet. And I also wanted to leave you with a little snippet from a YouTube promo for the Mayorcraft 2 and give you the visual of it. It's John Mayer taking his little Borat monokini, the neon green one, putting it in the washing machine, sitting there and waiting while it washes. And he brings it out and it's like shrunk into the tiniest little thong. And he just looks at it and says... perfect and i will leave you with that and next week we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming bye